I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Wood Talk Weekend Show. It's time to unbutton those pants, crack open a fresh grape soda, and let the soothing sounds of Mark, Shannon, and Matt caress your ear holes. Okie dokie, it is Wood Talk number 396 for July 7th, 2017. On today's show, well, it's the weekend. We should say that, right? It's the weekend! Happy weekend! Woo, weekend! Hooray and stuff. So, this is something that kind of is on my mind a lot as I produce content and try to hit certain target audiences and I think you guys probably are in the same boat here uh, you're always on my mind <laughs> yes some of that more you're of that, always please. on my mind um, oh. ha- have you ever gotten the comment on you know whatever Facebook YouTube uh, where someone says this this is fine but what about the average woodworker or this is this tool is nice but way too expensive for the average woodworker. So what? Never. You never got that? Okay. I didn't think <laughs> this so. This is news. Um, so what I want to talk about a little bit today is who is the average woodworker? And I, I put that in air quotes. Who is the average woodworker? Because I think when these people are writing this, what they're actually saying is that is not appropriate for me. And they just assume everyone is like them. So, you know, and I, and I get that a lot where someone's like, in fact, it just today as even after I chose this topic, um, which was based on a question from Steve, which I'll read in a second, but in the Wood Whisperer community on Facebook, someone had, I guess they were commenting about the woodworking shows on television that they say, Hey, you can do this in a weekend. And the guy's gripe was, yeah, I can't do that in a week. And maybe if I had those tools, which if you, if you listen to our intros, we've got one that actually says that we could build that too, if we had those tools. Um, but that's kind of where it comes from, this mentality that I don't have those tools and they're somehow slighting woodworkers who don't have the tools or who don't have the means to to do those same things in that period of time. And it's just an interesting mindset. So so let's, you know, kind of kick this around a little bit. Um, would you Would you agree that when people are saying this is not appropriate for the average woodworker, that they're really just talking about themselves and assuming everyone is like them? 
I mean, would, would you, th- would you say that the average woodworker and going back to this guy's comments on, um, on Facebook, uh, that the average woodworker only shops at Harbor Freight? No, Mm-mm. absolutely not. Yeah. And we're talking about average, probably average, uh, hobbyist woodworker. Um, cause I think that's where he was coming from. All my tools are from Harbor Freight. And I'm like, buddy, I don't think that that is the average, right? That's your situation. And sure, there are many who share your situation, but is it fair to criticize the people making this content because they don't fit your particular situation? And it just seemed like an unfair uh, criticism to, to level at a particular show. So we, well, I, I mean, the only way anybody would make that comment is in some sort of like noble attempt to reach like the masses. And mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just nothing noble about a YouTube commenter. <laughs> so no, I mean, we all think that way. You, you put yourself in that situation. Could I build this project? Could I do what that guy is showing? And you look around and go, well, I don't have that tool or that tool, or that tool. You're a jerk. How dare <laughs> you? You know, I mean, no, that. Everybody is thinking in terms of, of themselves when it comes to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you totally there. I, you know, I could look at this from a pure like marketing and metrics perspective because I've got lots of numbers to show this. Sure, and, yeah. You know, I, man, at least at least in my audience, because I don't think of myself as an average woodworker because of the whole hand tool thing, the <clears throat> strict not using power tools immediately puts me outside the norm. Yeah. Um, when it comes That's to, true. And I do mean that we're, we're an odd bunch, but if you were to even look at my little niche, my segment of, of just hand tool users, um, I definitely think that. See, I don't even know what the average would be. You know, there, <laughs> there are lots of guys that then you get into that segment. It's like, well, it's just the vintage tool users and it's just the guys who buy new tools. And then you've got this, you know, what is the average person? How many, what is the average number of hand saws you should have? You know, I'll say four. Somebody else will say nine. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think it would be near impossible. The only average thing we can talk about is maybe age demographics. Yeah, <laughs> like, that you actually have the exact numbers on. Right. You know, <laughs> the average woodworker is depends on what you're into. You know, it depends on how close the Harbor freight is to you, whether or not you buy all your tools at Harbor freight. Yeah. I don't even have a Harbor freight. I've never been inside a Harbor freight because there's not one anywhere near me. Cause you're an oh, elitist. Man, Shannon, you gotta, you gotta come over here. We should have like a little meetup. Everyone should just come to my place. We'll go to Harbor freight. We'll saw some logs, you know, it'll be here. There's free wood. So yeah, there's free, especially Yay! for you guys. <laughs> if you can bring if it you back, you really want to get free wood. Anytime you want free wood, Matt, I work at a lumber yard. Anytime you want free wood, you should make a relationship with somebody who works at a lumber yard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a good tip. Remember that. So, uh, Matt, do you, do you feel like you have a vibe for your average woodworker that follows your stuff? Um, it's kind of interesting because I don't, there's so much variability in there. Yeah. This, this, that, that normal curve is so big. Um, I can at least, from like the experience that I have talking to people, I can say that I am not the average woodworker in the sense that not the, like taking away the, just the shop, not the fact that I cover on lumber or whatever, but it's the, the shop that I have because most average woodworkers don't have a dedicated shop. It's kind of the vibe that I get. And I have a dedicated shop. They also don't have an aircraft carrier jointer. They might. If they have one <laughs> of those sweet, like vintage ones. True. True. When, when you say dedicated shop, you mean like a standalone building? No, like, the cars don't go in the garage. Yeah, it does one yeah, thing and one thing only. Oh, there's no, oh, there's no like, your kids' bikes aren't in there, or, like, oh, the okay. strollers okay. or whatever. It's just, that's the shop space. 
nothing else intrudes in it. Um, I don't. So in that sense, I'm not the average woodworker because I have that dedicated space. And then you can start looking at maybe the tools I have in there. I don't know. Maybe I don't think I'm too far from from the the average, I guess. But I, I certainly am from the sense of and I guess it also depends like where you're at in the woodworking like progression. Like if you're just getting started, then is that like the average getting started person, the average like intermediate <laughs> kind of person? Yeah. You know, like well, it depends what kind of projects you want to make, what kind of woodworking you like to do. I mean, if you're just out there like I want to do plywood and construction lumber projects, then yeah, I'm way above average. But if that's the average, then that's the average. I mean, it, it's so hard to find this. It seems where like there I are... see this applying is like Norm used to get this all the time. Yes. Because of that wide belt sander. That I can, I can, okay. Now I agree with you because the average woodworker does not have a wide belt sander. The average woodworker does not have commercial size tools in their shop. Um, that one I'll agree with. And that's kind of where I, I would, I would stop agreeing once you get beyond that. I mean, look at Mark. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I'm Mark. Look at me. He's, <laughs> he's commercial sized. The average woodworker can't build that because we don't have a multi router. Um, but, you know, you so rarely use it because you're afraid to now because <laughs> if people make fun of you. Very good point. Yeah. Well, I think there's definitely silos almost, um, like verticals of averages. So there's a lump of people who are in this vertical and there's their average. And this goes back to what Matt was just saying. It kind of depends on uh, where you are. But I think as, as content creators, it's, is it really our problem to worry <laughs> about that, right? You do what you want to do, use the tools you like to use, and that audience will find you. And if that audience is smaller, Shannon's in a deep niche, his audience is going to be a little bit smaller, right? And it will represent a different average woodworker than my audience, for instance. If I wanted to do quick weekend projects made out of inexpensive materials and inexpensive tools and I could pump that content out left and right, I'd probably have bigger numbers and I would have a different average woodworker as my viewer. So that's the, the one thing that I think kind of sticks in my craw about this is because people want to impose their own needs and their own situation on someone else. And they're like, oh, well, you're missing the target. It's like, well, actually, maybe I'm hitting the exact target I want to hit. And that just doesn't include you unless you want it to. And I'm, I'm OK with that. I love that. <laughs> well, I mean, that is what the Internet has done for us. Yeah. You know, to pull out the marketing speak, we've all found our little tribes, you know, and that allows you to let your whatever that tribe, that geek flag fly because you found people like you. And and again, going back to my other statement, Norm got that rightfully so because Norm came from an era prior to the internet. And the average woodworker, you know, was a very different thing um, when there was only Scott Phillips and Norm Abrams and Roy Underhill on mm-hmm. TV. Um, they had to apply our, our appeal to a much, much wider audience. Now, if it's not your jam, move on. There's 700 billion YouTube channels. Maybe not that many. I don't know. <laughs> There's quite a I few. Find it, I, find it, I find that comment really interesting for me, at least. Um, the I can't do it because I don't have those tools comment. Chances are you probably can. You just can't do it exactly that way. Yeah. There is a lot of different ways to achieve the same thing. And when I was coming up into woodworking from the beginner standpoint, like I couldn't afford a rabbiting bit for my router. But I could still make a rabbit because I had I could clamp a straight edge to a board and use a straight bit and just make a rabbit that way. But oh, I didn't have a dado <laughs> stack, my table saw either. But I couldn't make a rabbit that way or a dado. 
but I still somehow I still yeah. made projects with dados and rabbits in them. Well, and there's never been a better time to find alternative ways to do things, right? If you see somebody exercise one particular technique, you could probably Google that same thing and find 20 other ways to do it. You know, rather than yeah. rather th- rather than belittle the person who showed that one way, <laughs> you might be able to do just a little bit of research, and suddenly you know how to do it five different ways. You know, and and I don't know that one of the things that kind of maybe it's just a personality difference, uh, but when I watch stuff, you know, and I watch people do things, I don't actually want to watch someone who does everything exactly the same way I do it or with the exact same caliber of tooling. Uh, when yeah. I first started, I watched David Marks. Was I anywhere near his level in skill, in material availability, or in possession of various tools? Absolutely not. But there was never a time that I looked at that show and said, ah, you suck, David, with your big jointer. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't have that. I, I, it never even occurred to me to belittle this host because I don't have what he has. Instead, what I did was I looked at it and say, one day. I will have that. And one day I will work to be that skillful and eventually I'll get there. And I'm, I'm still waiting to get there. It, it will be mine. Oh, yes. It will be mine. But I found it inspirational to look at someone who has, you know, this, this beautiful dedicated shop space. And I saw it as a goal that I would eventually achieve myself as opposed to seeing it as something that somehow puts me down or keeps, sti- you know, stifles me in some way. <laughs> David Marks is keeping him down, keeping the man keeping down. down woodworkers. Well, David Marks is the man. He's the woodworking man. So he's, you know, keeping everybody down. So I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's just a, a person's perspective on life that, that, you know, has them approaching things in, in a certain way where they feel sort of uh, offended in some way by it. You know, the, the positive spin to this is who is the average woodworker, whoever you are listening to this right now, you are the average woodworker in your little niche. Congratulations. Find your niche, (laughs) find your, 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 your little tribe, your party of five, whatever Mm -hmm. your friends find another TV show. Dawson's Creek. Nope. (laughs) We're losing it. Uh, You're going off the rails. Find your little niche. And in that niche, you will be amongst your people and you will all be the average woodworkers together. So there you go. Sounds good. I like that. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's going to be it. Uh, let that's us know. A show, kinda. Let us know where where your average lies. I'm curious what what average tribe do you uh, do you reside in? Very interesting stuff. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will catch you next time. Bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.